the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Three minutes after 11 o'clock, got less than an hour left with you. Open up the lines, whatever you want to talk about, I'm pretty much open to. (laughs) Give me a call, 303-696-1971. The great Pete Boyle's taking a well-deserved Saturday off. Give me a call. I'm John Caldera. Check out, by the way, the work I do at Independence Institute. Go to thinkfreedom.org, thinkfreedom.org. Sign up for our newsletter so you can learn more about what we do, come to some of our events, find out our reports, the trouble we make, the initiatives we try to get on the ballot, and we we try to throw a flag on some of the penalties. Yeah, I think that was a nice way to put it, that the left left does on these things. All right, let's, let's throw it to some... Some other other stuff. Denver may buy twenty thousand dollar tiny homes for housing efforts. Huh? The mayor of Denver could spend six million dollars on what his advisors called manufactured sleeping units, essentially tiny homes. The idea is to create housing for people on the streets as part of Mayor Mike Johnston's Housing 1000 initiative. The mayor's senior advisor on this issue provided a breakdown of what these are and how they'll be used. The manufactured sleeping units, MSUs for short, are for unhoused people. I hate that term, unhoused people. I mean, people who refuse to be housed. The units themselves range from about 80 to 100 square feet. Yeah, not so bad. Depending on whether they're single or ADA accessible units. The MSUs are meant to give some people a place to rest while they get back on their feet. I'm sorry if I if I seem a little um, how to put it less than charitable about the criminals that wander our streets like the Walking Dead. It's not a done deal. They still have to prove the contract with the manufacturer Clayton Homes. The contract would allow us to buy up to three hundred for six million dollars. That's about 20 grand per door. They don't have plumbing that will be provided at a nearby community center. But they will have air conditioning, heat, and electricity. Wow. Wow. So Fox 31 asked the city if it had a ballpark figure of what it would cost to upkeep one of these. Not at this time, the spokesman said. Not at this time. 
Wow. If approved, the MSUs would be placed at the planned micro-community centers around the city. There could be between 40 to 120 at one site. How very nice. How very nice. You could, you have a little, it's only 20 grand. It's only 20 grand. What a, what a deal. So let's see if I got this right. They're buying up hotels. And now they're going to be buying tiny homes for 20 grand. Now 20 grand is just the just the tiniest. The tiniest tiniest places. You still have to find a place to to put them. Uh, they're manufactured in Colorado. I'm looking at some of these manufactured homes. Oh, well, there's some nice ones here. Let's see what we got. I'm find your home. Wow, view all homes. I want to I want to find I want to find their cheapest home. Sweet dreams. They've all they've got all these great homes. They're pr- they're pre-manufactured homes. I still don't see their $20,000 home. Come on, Laura. Look, come on, just show me the cheapest home you have. 90s? 90s? So obviously you must be spent making a special deal with the city to get a $20,000 home. But sign me up. I want a $20,000 home. Front porch homes. Wow. Huh. Yeah, I just I want I want the tiniest tiniest home they have. Um let's see what they got. No matches. So they're made, they're gonna be making these. They're not gonna make them by the end of the year. So they're getting hotel rooms. They're getting tiny homes. They're getting pallet homes. Do they not understand the simple law of economics? What you subsidize, you're going to get more of. How much more money are we going to throw at this silly problem of homelessness? Why won't anyone ask the question, Why don't they have this problem in Colorado Springs? It's a, it's a pretty good, it's a pretty good question. Why don't they have this problem of homelessness, vandalism, skyrocketing crime in Colorado Springs? It's because they arrest them. They enforce a a camping ban. You can't sleep out on the streets. If you do, you're arrested. You can either go to the jail or you can go to the homeless shelter. If you go to the homeless shelter, you have to stay there. They have a bed for you. 
If you're at the homeless shelter, you're going to see people getting their lives together because the guy who runs the homeless shelter, it's called the Colorado Springs Rescue Mission, he's got guys working. They're working to get their lives together. It's not that much fun unless you really want to get your life together. If you just want to stay on drugs, you go back out on the streets, so they'll bring you back to jail or the homeless shelter. So what happens is you have this desire to go someplace else where you can go enjoy your druggy lifestyle and stay out on the streets and get all the services you can. Where would you go? You go to Denver. The question is, why doesn't Colorado Springs have this problem? And there's the answer. There's the answer. All right, 303-696-1971. 20 grand, 20 grand. This is from the BUC. Cardiff University Students Union bans blue shirts and chinos. This, this one I just caught my eye. Blue shirts and chinos. What are chinos? I think they're just tan pants. Cardiff University Students Union said people wearing the outfit typically ex- associated with sports clubs will be refused entry to its Wednesday club night. Huh? It comes after, quote, reckless, dangerous, and incredibly irresponsible behavior by a group of male students on October 4th. In an email sent to members of the university's athletic union, was seen on BBC, students' union said the group in question were queuing for an event at the union when a reported behavior occurred, quote, unfortunately, security were able to intervene and safely disperse the crowd. However, the situation could have easily escalated into a major incident and that had not, had they not acted properly. What does that got to close, got to do with close? The students union said that since Implementing the ban, it has seen a remarked improvement in behavior in the queue. All this means are the English are bizarre, dude. If any group knows who the males were that caused the incidents, I advise the committee to approach the athletic union staff with the matter to be dealt with. All right. um, So let me see if I got this right. A bunch of college kids on some sports night caused trouble, and they were wearing a blue shirt, regular collared shirt, and tan chinos. And now, and now, you can't wear that. It reminds me of it reminds me of a um, an artist. He calls himself an artist, and he does practical jokes. He is the guy who created No Pants Day, and as you can imagine, I love No Pants Day. 
Because for me, every day should be no pants day. Can I get an amen from all the men in the world? Especially as I get fatter. Why would anyone want to wear pants? And so this guy, he does these group jokes. He just likes lighthearted jokes. And so, and he films them. And he, and on one day, kind of in the dead of winter, he, uh, <laughs> he, uh, is filming, and guys get onto a particular subway train. One guy gets on, and he's not wearing any pants. He's just, he just gets on, regular guy in his boxers. He's got his shirt on, his shoes. He's just not wearing any pants. And <laughs> there, are, there are a couple people on the, on the train, but it's New York City. There are weird freaks on the subway all the time. You know, people give the guy a weird look, and the guy just you know stands there on the train wearing no pants. And there are a couple women there sitting, and they they look and they just look back into their books, and then they go to the next stop, and another guy comes on and he's not wearing pants. At which point, people start getting really nervous. And like a couple of women in the, in the uh, subway car, they, they close their books. They put their books down on their lap, and they're, they're just kind of looking around. And this guy is, fil- is filming this, not being, being sure nobody sees he's filming it, but he's just filming it. They go to the next, the next stop. And another guy comes in, just not wearing pants. He's got a shirt, tie, everything. He's just not wearing pants. And then the women just start to crack up. And then at the next stop, a couple more guys come in. And then at the next stop, like five guys come in. And they just keep going until the place is like packed with guys without wearing pants. And the people who are on the train otherwise are just, you know, laughing. And then at the very next stop, a Guy comes in, or a woman comes in, with um, uh, with a box, and she has a sign on, and it says "pants, ten dollars." And the guys are like, "Oh yeah, oh yeah, that sounds good." And and they buy pants from her for ten dollars. <laughs> and nobody says anything. They all play it straight. And apparently. This has turned into something of a yearly tradition. I bet COVID has killed it because the uh, no fun crowd kills everything. So there's no pants day. No pants day in New York. Let me see if see if there's actually something. Let me Google it. Ah. Over here, Let's see if I got this. Oh, look at this. <laughs> I'm reading this from timeout.com. It says, this year's No Pants Day, 
This was uh, written January of 23. This year's No Pants Subway Ride has officially been canceled. For a second year in a row, this hilarious event will not happen. New Yorkers hoping to ride the subway partially naked this year uh, should think of other plans um, just as the case last year. The annual No Pants Subway Ride have been canceled. Oh, this is awful. The No Pants Subway Ride is not happening in New York City in 2023, reads a message on the official website. After after 19 years of promoting the event, we've decided to take a break. Sadly, the pandemic ruined our plans of making it 20 years in a row. That's awful. Oh, how funny. Um, <laughs> no pants day. <laughs> so it turned out women got into the event and, and people were just walking around in really cold weather and just not wearing pants. Which is a Colorado thing. You know these Colorado guys that just don't wear pants? You know exactly what I'm talking about. All right, 303-696-1971. This is the same guy who organized a bunch of people to go into a um, Best Buy. And they all wore khaki pants and a blue polo shirt. And apparently the workers at at Best Buy, all freaked out and called the police because these guys were just, like, hanging out looking at things. The cops came and had to explain, there, there is no law against going into Best Buy wearing khaki pants and a blue golf shirt, you know, the same thing that all the Best Buy employees wear. There's, it's just funny. 303-696-1971. I'm John Caldera. Keep it right here. Hey, it's 25 minutes after. I'm John Caldera. Welcome. So glad to have you with me. Uh, where should we go? Where should we go? Where should we go? Let's, let's, let me do this one. So the Wall Street Journal, actually, I love talking about No Pants Day. I mean, we could talk about politics, but why would we not talk about No Pants Day? Why do we have to wear pants? It's it's a beautiful It's a beautiful day. Wouldn't it be if you want people to come back to the office? Have no pants day. You know casual Friday? Make it really casual. Just something to think about, just putting it out there. So they canceled No Pants Day. They didn't do it because of COVID. And they just stopped No Pants. Well, you don't wear pants on the subway. (laughs) See, I love that kind of stuff because it's goofy. Colorado used to do goofy stuff. Do you remember the... um, Do you remember the kinetics? This happened up in Boulder. And people would make these... Ridiculous conveyances that would float over water and go through mud 
and over land. So the idea was to have things that were human-powered, but it had to have some sort of theme. It had to be some sort of silly thing. And you'd put it together and with teams. And I forget what day of the year, everybody would go to the reservoir, and they'd blow the whistle, and all these crazy costume teams would get onto their conveyances, pedal them into the lake, into the reservoir. Most of them would go out about you know 30 feet, and about a third of them would just sink. And, and you listen to a live band, drink a lot of booze, and then you'd see these ridiculous teams try to get to the other side of the reservoir and then go through the mud and then go over some streets and do something else and get back, see which one would win. But the winner wasn't just who got there fastest, because that was always some engineering nerd who figured out how to tie a canoe to a bicycle or something, but the whole the whole theme. And it was just stupid. Boulder had the uh, naked pumpkin run until the no-funds Nazis came and ruined it. The naked pumpkin run, you ask? Yes, the naked pumpkin run. At midnight on Halloween, a bunch of streakers would get together, carve out pumpkins, wear them like helmets, and go for a streaking run until the no-fun Nazis arrested them or cited them, and then arrested them for indecent exposure, meaning which they'd go on a sex offender registry for streaking, so they all had to plead for something else, and that put an end to the naked pumpkin run, which was just harmless fun. Good God, what buzz kills. Let's see, there was Trivia Bowl up in Boulder, which I don't think goes on anymore, where the whole school would shut down, so all these teams would do a Trivia Bowl. And, of course, there was drinking involved. Oh, Alfred Packer Days. Alfred Packer Days to celebrate Colorado's most famous cannibal, and there was the raw meat-eating contest, raw onion-eating contest, the Bojo's Challenge to watch a couple guys try to get down a 50-pound pizza in less than an hour, and live music and drinking and the crowd screaming, puke, puke, puke. And, of course, many of the contestants would puke into a bucket. Why did we do this? Because it was stupid fun. Pamplona has the running of the bulls. Why do they do that? It makes no sense. But we're humans. We should do things that make no sense. Shouldn't we? That would be fun. That would be superb. Let's do that. Colorado had lots of that stuff. What was the, um, uh, what was it? Oh, the cardboard derby. Do you remember the cardboard derby? Where, where people would make these 
sleds out of cardboard and come up with crazy cardboard teams and try to see if their cardboard sled would somehow stay together after they rode it down the moguls on some ski slope. Again, alcohol might be involved. I think they stopped doing that after a couple guys broke their legs. But it's not like dying by getting getting speared by a bull. I've always wanted to run with the bulls. I just think that would be great. Stupid, but great. 303-696-1971. What other great, stupid things did we used to do that that the fun Nazis killed? What other things did we used to do that the fun Nazis killed? No pants day where they would ride the city subway in New York City without pants. They did it for almost 20 years. And now they don't. Why would you do it? Because it's silly. That's why. 303-696-1971. All right, so now this was, you know, 30 years ago. But I had a guaranteed plan. A guaranteed plan to get my picture in nearly every newspaper. Across the planet. That's back when there were newspapers. I'll tell you about that after we talk to David. 303-696-1971. Hey, David. Welcome. So glad to have you. Oh, thanks, John. Uh, yeah, it's um, thinking about stupid things. Uh, it reminded me of a time when I was in Aspen, and I uh, I pulled out of there. It was uh, deep in winter, and I was... I knew I was going to fall asleep if I didn't do something to wake up. And uh, this was early in the morning. And I, as you're coming down out of Aspen, you go about maybe four or five miles downhill. And then off on the left is a road that goes to the west. And I saw a creek along the side of it. I decided to take a morning bath in that, in that <laughs> creek. <laughs> and I sure enough jumped in, uh, you know, lay down in it, uh, got nice and uh, enervated, and then climbed out of it. And I noticed, even with that cold water, I was covered in leeches. Oh. And it was... <laughs> <laughs> so, you know... Uh, I didn't think there were leeches in Colorado. Well, whatever they were, they looked like it. You know, they little wormy little dudes that hang on your skin... And uh, I wasn't sure how many I carried down the hill with me, but I think I got most of them off. But, uh, yeah. Maybe some with you today. Yeah, the polar bear jumps, you remember. uh, Oh, the polar bear jumps. They still do that sometimes. Oh, sure, yeah. Well, it's still in Minnesota and all kind of places they do that. And uh, so I was basically along the same lines, you know, it was just uh, by myself up there in the uh, you know, upper altitude. It's I wasn't too far off the top in uh, in Aspen. Are, are you sure you weren't hallucinating? Like, are there cobwebs on my face, man? Because I don't remember. <laughs> I've been I've been in lots of lots of rivers in Colorado and swimming and doing all sorts of stupid stuff. I don't remember ever. 
Or maybe I'm just too stupid. Well, I still have parasites all over. Yeah, I, I couldn't tell you offhand, but I, I think it was, I didn't see any cattle in that field, but, uh, you know, they're up in the, uh, this was, an, uh, you know, some farmer's meadow, and I just crossed the, uh, you know, it was about a block I walked across the meadow, and I saw that creek over there, and it wasn't deep enough to uh, to go head first in it, but it was, you know, it was maybe three feet deep or something like that. But, uh, yeah, it was the oddest thing. I, I've thought about that for years, uh, uh, those leeches. I think they exist, and, and but I, it surprised me for, you know, how they had survived in that cold water. But I guess they got to do what they got to do. And now today you have superhuman leech powers. <laughs> well, it, they I think of them as earwigs, but... Uh, uh, they're not brainworms. I can I can assure you that. <laughs> you didn't go all Star Trek. All right, that's good. All right. Hey, well, take care. Yeah, <laughs> you too. Take care. Oh, oh, that's fun. That's fun. Um, oh, what was that? Okay. Uh, so, so here was my idea. You ready? This was my idea. This is back when there were newspapers. I'm thinking, you know how every year at the running of the Bulls, Pamplona, Spain, you know, some guy gets gored. And this is why guys want to go run with the Bulls. You want to run with the Bulls so you run and not get gored. At which every girlfriend goes, you're an idiot. And every guy goes, yeah, but that would be fun. You run up. Try to touch the bull, run alongside of it, and not get gored. That's what you want to do. So how do you get your picture in every paper in the world? And it hit me. This is what I'm going to do. I'm going to go to Pamplona, run with the bulls. But you know how they all wear those stupid white outfits with the red scarf? You know, and do. I'm going to instead... Be as Americana as possible. You know, I'm going to wear one of those uh, um, windbreaker kind of things and 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 long pants that are made of the same windbreaker material. You know, have Adidas all over it or something. And I'm going to be running there, but I'm going to wear one of those baby Bjorns in the front. Those those baby backpacks you put a baby in that you can carry in the front. And then I'm going to put an atomically correct doll right there in the baby Bjorn in the front pack. Put on like a Budweiser cap, you know, something really stupid American. Grab a beer. Make sure it's a Budweiser because, you know, stupid. And... And then, like, run with the crowd next to the bull with what looks like a baby. Obviously, a stupid American running with the bulls with his kid in his front pack as I'm running trying to get away from the bulls. Somebody's going to snap that picture of the stupid American running with the bulls with a baby in a front pack. Now, this is pure genius. 
not really running with a baby. It's just a doll. Make it clear. Nobody will know who I am because, you know, it's just another stupid American. I got the Budweiser there, maybe a cigarette in the other hand, and I'm running with the Bulls. It'll it'll go in nearly every paper. And this is why they hate Americans. Brilliant. That would be a good practical joke. Now, I can't do it now because they all hate us anyhow. 303-696-1971. What are the things that they killed for fun? And when the fun Nazis come, imagine if the running of the bulls happened in America and not Spain. Now, they can't touch it in Spain. It's been around too long. They can't kill bullfighting in Spain. It's too intertwined with the culture. It is a ceremony. It's wrong to think of it as a sport. It's not a sport. A sport has winners and losers. You know, if bullfighting was a sport, it's like it's like the uh, Harlem Globetrotters versus the Washington Generals. Somehow, the Globetrotters keep winning. Now, this this is our time, man. I'm going to bet on the Washington Generals. This is. This is their their game. They're due. They're finally due. No, the, the Bulls never win. So it's not a sport. It's it's a ritual. It's a cultural thing. So if the running of the Bulls happened in Colorado, the governor's husband would find some way to cancel it. He'd find some way to make it illegal. Amen on that one? Yes, of course. All the other good stuff has ended as well. The The mall crawl. I remember on Halloween when I was in college, the Pearl Street Mall up in Boulder would get crowded with people who were going nuts crawling over the mall. And uh, everyone, everyone would show up with a costume. You can't show up without a costume. And it was it was a drunk fest. But it was a party. It was a fun party. And then, of course, it got out of hand and got ruined. They had to close it. But it was it was so fun. That's what I miss. That's what I miss. Is there something like that that you miss? What is it? That stupid fun that we used to have before the fun Nazis came and destroyed it all. 303-696-1971. I'm John Caldera. Keep it right here. You're on 710 KNUS. Got about 15 to the top. I'm John Caldera. In for the big man. Give me a call. 303-696-1971. Talking about some of the stupid things we used to do that we can't do anymore. I love those kind of group activities that were just... Silly. Saw something in the, um, I think it was the Wall Street Journal a few weeks back, a couple days back, about the cost of going out. What do I mean about just going out? The cost of concerts, sporting events. It is impossible, not impossible, it is really difficult to take your family out for for anything, for a nice 
day out, a ball game, a concert. When the Beatles came here, when the Beatles came to Red Rocks, 1964, the ticket was $4. $4. Adjusted for inflation, that is still something under 40 bucks, I believe. Would you pay 40 bucks to see the Beatles at Red Rocks? I think that's right. I'll have to pull up the old, the good old family inflation calculator. Nothing, nothing better than the inflation calculator. Um, yeah, it's, it's spectacular. Taylor Swift, Taylor Swift tickets, face value, are about two hundred fifty bucks. Two hundred fifty bucks. See if I got this right. Yeah, forty bucks. I was dead on. Thirty nine dollars and seventy four cents. Would you pay forty bucks to see the Beatles today at Red Rocks? And to give you an idea. The Red Rocks show in 1964 was the only stop on their American tour that did not sell out. Oh. Isn't that incredible? So so back then, that's that's what you had. The cost of going out is ridiculous. The Denver metro area has some of the highest inflation in the country. Cost for food goes higher. Cost for fuel goes higher. Cost for rent goes higher. And because of Colorado's ridiculous progressives, the cost for service keeps going higher. We've got more fees on gas. We've got more fees on delivery. We've got... The Family Leave Act, meaning that taxes keep going up, payroll taxes, minimum wage keeps going up in localities, it's expensive to go out. So what do you do to to have a family night out? Taylor Swift, as I said, was a $250 ticket if you could find it, but if you bought it on an open marketplace, you're easily spending $1,000 a ticket to go see the equivalent of of the Beatles. You know, what, what's hot now is Taylor Swift. Not $40 to see the hottest thing that hit America, but $250 to $1,000. I'm just curious, what do you do for a night out? You want to go see the the Rockies? I guess you can. You can buy some rock pile tickets for a few bucks. But when you get there, you're going to be spending 20 bucks a beer. I think it's one of the reasons why women's basketball, the WNBA, is getting more popular. And it's too bad that the fun things we used to do, the silly things we used to do that cost nothing, the fun Nazis are putting putting out of business. What did you do 
that you miss doing. 303-696-1971. Oh, well. Ah, well. It would be... It would be great to have those things again. This is why, living in Colorado, there are free things. Fishing and hunting. Actually, hunting is anything but free. Honey, I I want you to have the best, the best elk meat. That's why I bought this $3,000 rifle and this $500 scope. And I got to go out on this $2,000 hunting weekend with my buddies so I can bring you home fresh elk meat because I love you, baby. That's what I need to do. All right, so that might not be cost-effective. Fishing. License isn't that much. Once you buy some gear, it's not that bad. Skiing. Oh, I'm glad I don't ski. That just seems terribly expensive. And if you bring your family up, stay at a place, oh, my Lord. Is this why rugby, go down to Glendale and you watch a rugby game? Is that why that's cheaper or soccer? Mind you, I I got nothing against soccer. Soccer is a great game for little kids and Europeans. But Americans shouldn't be watching soccer. Give me a hallelujah, a hallelujah, hallelujah on that one. <laughs> so, as times get tighter, what do you do? What do you do for the whole family? I remember when, in the way back before days, before the Rockies, we had minor league baseball. Minor league baseball was awesome. We had the Bears which were then replaced by the Zephyrs, we were told so that the name The Bears could be moved along to make room for that name for the Colorado Bears or the Denver Bears as a major league baseball team. That's why we got The Zephyrs. You know what a Zephyr is. It's an eastbound wind that comes over the mountains. That's a Zephyr. What a weird name. Anyway, it was great watching AAA baseball, pretty good style baseball. We could see it at Mile High Stadium on Wednesdays for 3 bucks and 50 cents. You got a parking space, a beer, a hot dog, and a game. What a deal. What a deal. Why wouldn't you? How could you not? I don't want to go see the 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 Broncos. I mean, I'll watch them on TV for the last quarter for the final humiliation. That's always worth that's always worth the price of admission. But that's it. I mean, that is it. Bring back minor league baseball. So what do you do to bring back the game? What do you do to bring back some sort of entertainment? 
If you have an idea, I'd love to know it. I think it'd be terrific. All right, let's leave it on this. We've got we've got an opportunity to destroy a couple bad ideas on the ballot. Please, please get your friends, get your family, tell them the truth about HH. Be sure to get them to hhsucks.com. And if you don't go to this little website called Complete Colorado every single day, you're missing something great. It is a news service that's free. We work on it at Independence Institute. To put it out, it gives you the opportunity to get all the latest news and views from Colorado for free without a paywall. No paywall, it's a piece of cake. Check out thinkfreedom.org. Get on my newsletter list so you know what's going on at Independence Institute. Three-star general Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records of the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.